Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very, very special episode of the Gems and Juice podcast. Now, we know there's a lot going on in the world today. A, a lot, a lot of hatred, you know, a lot of negativity, just a lot of bad stuff going on, period. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, how about we do this podcast hate free? You know mm. what I'm saying? How about we do an uplifting podcast? Absolutely. No yeah. hate. No shade, no criticizing. We're not gonna bring down our fellow black, black brothers and sisters today. <laughs> are y'all are y'all feeling it? I am feeling, I'm feeling it. it. Well, good. I think I'm it's a bullshit. Setup. 100%. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait a minute! Hell if we no. was really doing that, I think it'd be a setup for you. Because we got this whole fucking podcast to talk about Jay Z. As I said, I was like, does this include Jay Z, Beyonce, Twenty One, all that? I should have rolled with that until we finished talking about Jay Z. Then I'll be like, you know what? (laughs) But nah, uh, yeah, this is gonna be a a, a regular, regular podcast. We're gonna break down people and make fun of people, but we're gonna do it in a loving way, of course. Jim yes. and Juice podcast. I am Ryan Rocket. I am joined by my girl Jules. What up? What up? And my boy Figgy. What up? Episode what? ten, man. Episode ten. We made it. Yeah. We should have run some liquor or something. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrate. We still need to eat something crazy, a bug or something. I no. still feel that way. <laughs> no. But that's just you can do that. I ain't. <laughs> you can go on jackass and do all that. <laughs> But nah. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of stuff in mind, maybe to do for the tenth episode. But ultimately, you know, I'm just lazy. I'll be real. Yeah, man. <laughs> We're let's thinking just... about bringing in guests, but you know, it's logistically let's... it's hard. Yeah, yeah, let's stick to the script. Bro. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're just gonna keep it rolling. We got but something else coming. Yeah. You gotta wait for it. Yeah. Though. Shout out to us though. We are on iTunes now. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I think that's yep. that's a dope kudos. Clip. Kudos. We're moving on up. Yeah, we're still to. on sound. We still repping SoundCloud, but we're also doing iTunes too. So we got that underground flavor that the hipsters like. Yeah, jewels. <laughs> <laughs> People who don't do SoundCloud, mm. I still don't. Whatever. But yes, the Gins and Juice podcast is now on iTunes. So please subscribe, support the people, support yes. Black business. Yes, because so, Jay told you to support the culture. Yep. Speaking of Jay telling us stuff. My man Figgy brought this to us, and of course we'll lead it off with this because this is the official Jay-Z, Beyonce, Rock Nation podcast, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Jay-Z was on the Rap Radar podcast, which I searched for until I found out it was apparently a title exclusive. Get title, man. Stop playing. Get it. Man, I had it. (laughs) I had it. Is it still $20 a month? No, it was- It's like $15 for the basic one. No, oh, it yeah, is. that's a, that's a, a jump. Well, I think they maybe you you got grandfathered in, but oh. when I looked at it because I was trying to get the four forty four album, it was fifteen. I did the one month trial, and ultimately it's just not worth it for me because the only thing I'm already on Spotify, and I got my playlist finally the way I want it, <laughs> and I got to do it all again for title when all I really want that's on there is J albums. Yeah. So yeah, but it's it's nine ninety nine, but um, well I got two people on mine, so okay, it bumped it up to like thirteen. Okay, but yeah, it's it's the same price as other streaming services. But if you want that HD, 
listening and all that shit. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's a little bit more. I think it's like 20 or something. Yeah. yeah. Is that so, the videos and all that? Well, no, I get the vi- you get the videos regardless. Yeah. Okay. You get everything, but I think it's some type of HD yeah, like it, you know, lossless audio, which basically is like CD quality. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's what that is. Got it lets you listen to music in like lossless audio, which is like, you know, the highest quality you can listen to it digitally. Yeah. But I mean, unless you're a total nerd, you really don't give a yeah, fuck about I, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to hear every single hi-hat and all that shit (laughs) in crystal clear technology sound like dr dre when he was explaining um beats by dre when it first came out (laughs) speaking of which i saw a little bit of defiant ones on hbo i haven't finished it all but Mm. it actually is a pretty good little series is it Mm. i like how they put it together y'all should check it out too yeah i think i will but we're talking about Jay-Z now. Yeah. Um, he was on the Rap Radar podcast, like we just mentioned, and he talked about basically everything mm-hmm. that we've been talking about concerning him since he dropped the 444 album. Yeah. He talked about Kanye. He talked about, you know, him talking about him on the Kill Jay-Z track and essentially said, you know, Kanye went too far when he brought Jay-Z's family into it. Mm-hmm. in his rant and that's why and and he clarified it wasn't really a diss what he was saying about kanye he was just asking like what the fuck yeah you know so he addressed that and i thought jules had some interesting comments because you of course being the you accuse me of dick riding jay you're definitely a kanye <laughs> I am not. Writer. yes you are i am not Yes, you are. But I will say there is a method to his madness, I believe. And if he he feels that Jay-Z is coming at him a certain type of way, he is going to throw shots. Now, when because I'm I'm assuming Jay-Z meant about him bringing up his family when Kanye got on stage and said that your daughter, our daughters don't play together. Is that the diss he was talking about? (sighs) I see where Jay was going with that. Kanye did not need to bring that up, especially live on stage, but you can't say that Jay-Z didn't do anything wrong to have Kanye feel the way that he feel. I just feel like... Yeah, and that's what Jay-Z said in, you know, in the um, interview or whatever, too. Mm -hmm. He said he sure he did some things wrong as well, but um, it just he said it just rubbed him the wrong way with him bringing his family, bringing his wife, his kids into it. And um, also, he said it don't help that. I mean, it's already bad enough that they're in the shit anyway because of them, because of him being famous and all that. So for the simple fact you go on stage and do that, he he said really rubbed him the wrong way. And when I watched the interview, you could tell he was kind of, you know, upset about it. He was, you know, hitting the table a couple times. But, yeah, I... I mean, I understand it. We were talking about it a um, couple of podcasts back, but I do think they eventually gonna reconcile. You know, yeah. After watching it, yeah. yeah, reconcile, reconcile. There we go. Yeah, after watching the interview, I think so because he he seemed like he not really that mad about it, but it's kind of it seemed like it's kind of like a you know we'll work it out. Like don't stress about it, but you know we got to get through this first. So I think I think they get together. And honestly, I didn't feel Jay really did just charge at Kanye like everybody's hyping it up to be. Like he said, I think he was just speaking the truth of what 
on what's on his heart. Now, if he do yeah. come at Kanye, like I said, even more, Kanye's going to fight back. Kanye just need to learn how to not cross that line, and hopefully he do. So we'll wait. Kanye going to fire back no matter what. I don't know. He had a life-death experience, so maybe he has a change of heart. Wait, when? Didn't he go crazy or mad or yeah, something? Yeah, because he like? wanted $10 million from his tour insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, he had a mental breakdown. Okay. Maybe it was real. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll assume it was and not make jokes Jesus. about it. But, yes, we're supposed to be positive, right? Um, No, that was jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that went out the door as soon as she said that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, he talked about some other stuff. He talked about Lavar Ball, and apparently he bought three pairs of the Zo Two five hundred dollars sneakers, mm. which I think is cool. I guess if you got it, um, <laughs> you know he got it. <laughs> yeah. He also talked about the Jewish line a little bit, saying how you know it wasn't really a diss, and he was being he was exaggerating that line, which everybody knew. I don't even see why he had to address that crap. Yeah. Reasonable, people, reasonable people knew what he was talking about, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to talk about with this? And I didn't listen to it, to be fair. We just got this audio. Figgy pulled some audio. We listened to it a little bit before the show. And, yeah, we. I didn't actually get to listen to the whole podcast, but these, this seems to be the bullet points, the main yeah. takeaways from it yeah. that people and, were interested in. Yeah, and it, and this is part one, too. Oh, really? Yeah, so I guess it's a part two. Okay. Hopefully it'll come out next week. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty good. He made some really good points about his music and his songs. And um, I guess another thing he had a problem with was, I guess, with the Jewish line or with the OJ song. Yeah. Um, you know, you got a lot of backlash on the money to your ear thing. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, out of that whole song, I'm giving I'm telling y'all what's going on or what we should do as, you know, black people. Yeah. And the only thing y'all got out of it was holding money to your ear. <laughs> he like, I wasn't even trying to diss anybody. I wasn't even talking about that. Yeah. And that's the one thing y'all got out of it. <laughs> I mean, is Jay surprised that niggas is ignorant? He done catered to this yeah. nigga ignorant nigga shit for years now. So suddenly he's like, hey, you guys aren't listening to lyrics? He yeah. said he dumbed down his lyrics to double his dollars. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, yeah. Yeah. Jay and he, yeah, and he also talked about um, in the uh, Kill Jay-Z song, the future line everybody keep talking about. Yeah. He clearly said it wasn't a diss. It oh, was just, yeah. I it don't think it was. Play. And no. He said he also, um, he thought about it before, you know, while doing it. And he was like, nah, you know, you know, I wouldn't disrespect him and his son like that. But he said it was just clever wordplay. Yeah. And it's it's true. Like, being in his position, it, it is a possibility if he messed up. You know, he could see his kids playing with another athlete or whatever yeah so you know he was saying it, it's the truth yeah but you know his and his name was ashley future and all that stuff so right. it was just clever wordplay but he cleared that up no um like we were saying before i think jay was just personal with his album i didn't really watch the listen to the whole interview but i did really catch the beginning and i like how he explained his his um inspirations how he listened to not only old rap but old R&B, old Prince, old MJ, even U2, because he was talking about how Bono made Beautiful Day at age 40. And Mm -hmm. getting older, it's basically just time to tell the truth and tell what's real. So 
I liked it. I and um, but we can't end the segment out without Rocket giving his <laughs> the praiser of all praises of Jay Z. <laughs> what did you think about it? Oh, from what I've heard, like I said, I didn't listen to the whole podcast, but it seems very. First off, we all know Jay is rare. No. He rarely gives interviews, yeah. and he's rarely comfortable when he gives them. So just mm-hmm. listening to what I heard, he sounded very comfortable. Yeah, it I felt like, like this was his best one. Well, yeah, but that's not saying a whole lot. <laughs> like I said, he rare, and usually they're awkward. But yeah. this one seems like it was a good interview. I'm going to sit down and listen to it at some point. Might have another title free trial Absolutely. after checkout. But uh, well, if you want, I'll give you my password. You know, you, man, you can't say that. We got to support black business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but for real, on the low after the show. Yeah. <laughs> Slide over to me real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sit down and listen to it. I mean, it seems like you said, if it's a part two, then it's going to be even better. But, yeah, hearing from Jay, especially in the place he's at right now, you know, of course we want to hear more. It's so dope. It's like, for real, uh, I watched it earlier, and I felt like I was listening to a teacher. Yeah. And I was getting so excited because I'm like, wow, this is what he meant by that? And, you know, he's just giving you all this knowledge. Oh, come on. Like, he's the first to do it, though? he's not the first, but what other person sits down and, and give you the blueprint like that? Like, it's not really nobody like that. Go ahead, hate on it, Jules. Like, I'm not hating. Like, over there. And then it's like you barely hear from Jay-Z. And yep. when you do, it's like, wow, he's talking about this. And he telling me what he really meant in OJ songs. That's the only shocking thing about it is that <laughs> we don't get this side from Jay-Z. But as far as him starting the trend, he's the first to do it? Bullshit. No, no, no I ain't going to say he's the first to do it, but... <laughs> A lot of people in this position won't do it. Yeah. Because they, you know, they rather stick to the money or. What's relevant. Yeah. yeah, The sound of now. Yeah, because you got a lot of people. I mean, I feel like Nas could have, I guess, tried to get on the Jay-Z level and try to make hit songs. Yeah. But he didn't. He just stuck to what he Wait a minute. Life was good. I mean, I ain't saying it wasn't a hit song. Yeah. But. But he like, was speaking he truth to, and life is good. Yeah, and he did the Nas his title album too. Yeah. Like he ain't had to do nothing like that. He ain't had to do the joint album with um Damian Marley. No. You know, all that stuff was I felt like it was in his prime. No. So he could have easily just been, you know, doing the Jay Z route and, you know, try to get bangers on his CDs instead of doing the positive thing. Yeah. I will say this much, though, and I think you see it differently, Figgy, being a rapper. Um, I don't think he's given the blueprint for the average person, black man, whoever. I think he's given game in his own field, which honestly doesn't really resonate as much with me. Exactly. Because he's yep. telling artists to not sign a label. To a label. Okay, that's good for them. I mean, I'm working the regular job. <laughs> yeah, job, you right. know. Yeah. But uh, I do appreciate the fact that he is in a zone where he wants to, you know, spread. Give knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I just feel like his knowledge is also conveniently keeping him and people like him rich while mm-hmm. it doesn't do a whole lot for us. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's true. But um, like I said earlier, I tweeted that, you know, if you're an artist, you need to listen to that interview because I felt like it could help any artist in the long run because 
most of these artists are signed, and they feel like you know, I guess they feel like I, I feel like this at times too. I feel like I can't do it on my own, and I feel like I gotta sign to a label and work for them. And he's saying you don't have to work for them. You could do this yourself. We got all these resources. We got equipment. We could do whatever we want on our own. And we steady, you know, signing deals and stuff. Like, you don't have to do that. That's what he pretty much saying. Yeah. So I feel like that interview can help with artists a lot, especially up-and-coming artists. I some com- sometimes get confused because it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. So if it's is it best to be signed to someone or no? Um, I think it depends. Like me, like right now, I mean, I don't have the money to do a lot of stuff. Let's musically. say you will. So let's yeah, say that I, you do. I will, yeah, I will. But um, I guess it depends. Yeah. Because I, if I was a hot, if I was a hot rapper right now with no deal. And all these labels knocking on my door, and I'm already getting shows. I'm I'm getting ten thousand dollars a show. You know why would I need a label? I can do everything on my own. Right. I can record my own album. I got my team behind me. I can shoot video, all this other stuff. So it's kind of like why would I sign a a deal with you? And I, you know, what you gonna give me besides you know promotions or whatever? Yeah. But it might be somebody that's that don't have all that and really trying to yeah. get something going. But you 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 really don't get a lot of labels like that because labels now are looking for people that's already on. That way they could just sign and they could do all the work and they could just sit back. I want to say that it's possible to be big in the music industry and not signed and we no longer need labels. But at the same time, I've yet to see true evidence of it happen. Right. You can say chance, I guess. But there's some stuff going on with him that I really wonder <laughs> how independent he really is. You mm-hmm. saw he was in a concert as you as you curl your face up, Jules. <laughs> 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 He's not on Rock Nation. Remember that. I'm um, it. But he had Barack Obama at his damn birthday show. Mm-hmm. That he did in Chicago, mm. and I'm these things really make me think. Okay, mm. the number one so-called independent, and I, I don't, I don't look. Like I said, even if some of what his come up was mm. is Fugazi, <laughs> still I think he is better than say a Chief Keith or whoever <laughs> taking his spot. At least he tries to spread positivity and not a negative stereotype or whatever you want to say. But that being said, I just, I think labels are still the gatekeepers. They're holding all the keys and yeah. you have to pay to play. Yeah. So and ultimately they're not going to give up this industry without a fight. Mm-hmm. They're just they, not. Yeah. And they figure they, you know, they figured out a way to try to get in some type of way. I think we talked about it a couple podcasts ago about them sneaking in to the um music streaming like they they trying to get they getting in some type of way yeah they see we don't need them for videos they see we don't need them for promotions um all this other stuff we making our own money so they trying to get they trying to stay relevant they getting in some type of way so um yeah like you said i i I don't want to say he's totally independent chance the rapper he could be i mean i don't know but I feel like it's somebody. I feel like he not calling every shot. I feel like it's somebody. I feel like he got to be like, oh, I got to do this. I got this little deal with so and so. Jay Z's behind him. 
Yeah, I think his 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 connections go deeper than Jay Z. Yeah. Of course, when feel, you have Barack and Michelle on your side, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like he probably got some type of little connection with Apple, where you know, you know, put this album out type of thing. Yeah. But you know, you're still independent. So. Yeah. It's uh, nice to see y'all finally coming to y'all senses, though, and opening up. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> wait, wait. You, we were never the, you were just going overboard <laughs> with your, you try to tie it into Jay-Z somehow, cause because you tie every evil in the world to Jay-Z. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he's a rock nation and this and that. We just I mean, didn't go that far. It's a I mean, cult, it is man. It's a cult. podcast, but damn. <laughs> Shoot. We need a rock nation deal, though, for real. The title, we need what's a, up? Yeah we, yeah, we definitely need this podcast on title. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So speaking of mentorship, um, you guys are talking about this before the show. Um, Kodak Black and Master P. Apparently, they got some kind of beef going. Figgy, you said it. Um, apparently, Master P, well, the Kodak Black is saying Master P wanted to charge him for mentorship. Master mm-hmm. P is apparently saying that that wasn't the case. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, so, um, I guess, long story short, um, Kodak Black was on The Breakfast Club, and they asked him if there's anybody in the industry they that he wanted to talk to. And he said, Master P, you know, holla at me. And I guess they set that all up. And I guess Master P was working with him. But um, Kodak Black put out an Instagram video pretty much saying, no, Master P think I'm a fool. And he, you know, I guess he mentioned he tried to charge him or he tried to get money out of me or something. And Master P responded with, you know, I, you know, I treated him like a son. I took care of him like a son. I, you know, I paid for his flights and gave him all this other stuff. So, um, yeah, so it was kind of a little back and forth with that. And um, Master P, he was on The Breakfast Club a couple of days ago. I, I didn't watch the interview, so I didn't hear what he said. But yeah. Yeah, I think that's all it was. Okay. It's like both of them. <laughs> First of all, Kodak, it seemed like he'd been going at everybody lately. And even if Master P wants a little something for giving you advice or mentoring you or whatever, Master P ain't got no money coming up like that. Help the man out. I mean, if he was your inspiration and he's willing to help yeah. you, yeah, why not chump him off a little something? Yeah, and that's the thing. I think Master P, I think he was known for you know, mentoring people. Yeah. But um, I think Kodak Black wanted him to help with his business, kind of like a management type of thing. So Master P said, hey, send the contract over. Like, let me look over it. And Kodak never got back to him. So I think it was a lot of stuff like that where, you know, Master P felt like it was more of a headache than, you know, and he not, even, sure. and he not even getting paid for it. You know, I, we all know how that feels. Yeah. You're doing something and you kind of like, damn. Right. Like, I'm stressing out, stressing out Is about it worth this shit it? and I ain't even getting paid. Yeah. So I think it was I think it was something like that. So Master P decided to, you know, just walk away from it. Does Kodak have the juice or the sauce? How much longer he got? <sighs> oh wait, he just dropped the album with the surprise album. Today. Yeah, shout out to my nephew. He turned me on to this new song he got called Water. Water mm-hmm. with some it, it right now. But I, I just don't think Kodak has that much longer. I don't I think he wrong. had nothing to me, man. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got a song. I like Rocket it. looking like. 
So look, I, I don't know. I know next to nothing about Kodak Black. <laughs> I listened to that first song he put out, Skirt, and that was where it ended with me. And now it's supposed to be like his good song. Oh wow! So <laughs> after that, I was the, like, okay, this this dude just ain't for me. The only but, song, the only song I know is the <laughs> Tunnel Vision. Is it okay? Yeah. yeah, I couldn't stand that. Song. I couldn't either. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh-uh. So concerning this Kodak Black and Master P thing, I think the more important question is, do we really want Master P consulting us and managing us in 2017? Yeah. Let's be real. I, I, it's not 1998. The game has changed. <laughs> what he did back then is not going to work now. And I know he's tried with other, I believe he uh, was behind the, the Ricky Williams contract in the NFL, which was one of the worst contracts ever signed because most of it was incentive-based, incentive and he ended up being out of the NFL in like a couple years. Mm. So, so was it a bad contract for Ricky Williams? Yes. Oh, okay. And I believe he was behind, I think, No Limit Sports. Oh, wow. Well, well, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, and they tried to manage that, and it was horrible. Well, basically what I'm saying is, okay, Master P was one of the best independent movements of all time with right, No Limit. Right, But would you really want his financial consulting or anything other, anything like that in 2017 when the game is so different? For me personally, hell, I would take it right now. Yeah. I mean, especially if I'm not paying, if I'm, you know, just to get some tips and, you know, what I should do to get myself... Right. You know, further, yeah. But far as an artist, a, a artist that's, I, I say, kind of on yeah. or you know in there, um, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I feel like it's somebody better. Yeah, who who could do it more relevant or who more updated on how the music business is. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, I feel like he honest though. Yeah, I feel like he won't take your money like that like yeah. who master p yeah i yeah. feel like it's i feel like it's other people that don't even know shit about music don't know shit about hip-hop who digging in people's pockets and yeah. they don't even know it like somebody like a kodak black he probably don't know he getting fucked over yeah by these white people or whatever yeah. you know so um, i think he could i think um just like how you said he was one of the biggest independent like leaders um the game ain't changed that much as, as far as that aspect so if kodak need a little bit of advice when it comes to that i think master p will be good for it because it the game hasn't changed that much financially not so much uh, but that's what our duty is as an artist, as uh, well, not that I'm an artist, but these older artists, they need to pass something down to these young artists so they can get a grip of themselves. That's what Jay-Z trying to do. And I can see Master P doing it. Dr. Dre do it to Kendrick, don't he? Yeah, mm -hmm. so why Master P can't do it? Yeah. And I, f I feel like the best advice comes from the people who've been in the game, too. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it might not be a um, let me show you how to work your money type of thing. Maybe it's... A, Maybe it's a don't do this. I tried this before. Yeah. Or you got to watch this person. And these people, they be in your pockets. Just keep an eye on this. Have somebody, you know, looking out, looking after them. Yeah. You know, it might, it could be something like that. Maybe he can help him out financially. You remember when Master P had the baddest house? Everybody wanted his crib. He still, he, he still got some money, though. Yeah. He, he just, um, 
I think he just got him a um basketball team in New Orleans. He did. Yeah, I think I'm not sure if he's starting his own league. Because I heard snippets of the Breakfast Club interview, but I think he's starting his own league. I don't it's not like a I don't wanna say it's like a ice cube thing, but I think he starting some type of league. He got the New Orleans Gators. Okay. So um I think he mentioned like it's a it'd be like a game for everybody, women, men, so Oh wow. So I don't know wait, how that's gonna wait, go. I'm, what? <laughs> He said women will be playing Is in it, it too. A, 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 basketball a basketball league. league. What? Come on now. <laughs> Master P, we got to talk here about this. Here we go. This. Here we go. Yeah. We got to talk about this. You don't want to have women out there getting crossed Sex, up, getting dunked sexist. on. Sexist. Here we go. <laughs> getting picks set on them and then going home crying. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, hey, I, you heard it first from the one and only. Hey, we're, we're not going to have women. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I ain't trying to say they should be separated, but... Like men play dirty. We can see like if you look at the playoffs, the NBA playoffs, yeah. them guys be playing dirty. And I can't imagine a girl <laughs> playing with dudes like that in the playoffs. <laughs> if a pickup game, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not getting that aggressive. But NBA playoffs, like, they get chippy. And I can't imagine them, you know, Getting chippy with a girl like that. I mean, you going for a rebound and and, and some lady, lady in front of me, you know. Stop it. <laughs> just yeah. stop for I'm whatever you saying, about to say. I'm just saying. Just I can't stop. control my elbows oh, sometimes. I'm coming down for that. Elbow and breast. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I was looking on Twitter, man. I saw some some score of some WNBA game that I guess was tonight. The score was like fifty nine and nine in the second quarter. Ooh, fifty nine and nine. Yeah. Ooh, man. that sounds like a college. Right. Man. Man. I was like, hold up, wait, this is like pro women's sports, right? Oh yeah. my god! That's terrible. <laughs> oh man. Sidetrack though. Did we ever find an owner for the Rockets? No, Beyonce gonna buy it. That's what that's. What I was just about to get into. Yep. She gonna have like two percent of it. Hey. Two percent is is going is, <laughs> go, the, is what's going to bring LeBron. <laughs> That's the thing. That 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 will definitely do it. Speaking of which, oh shit. <laughs> speaking of which, you know, I can't help, I can't ignore the segue. You know, when it comes up, I gotta talk God about it. it. <laughs> I know you're gonna be mad, Figgy. Yeah. According to NBA reporter Chris Sheridan. An NBA source believes LeBron is 100% leaving Cleveland after this season because his relationship with the team owner, Dan Gilbert, is beyond repair. Mm. I mean, we've said this for a while. Uh, yeah. I think, I don't think anybody would really be surprised if he left at this point. Yeah. But mm -hmm. he's saying it's because the owner now. Yeah. Which, I mean. They never got along, though. No. And even when he came back. They were still still tension. Yeah, I don't think he even spoke to him like that. Cause didn't he want his men? Once huh. he once he came back, he wanted his men. He wanted his team. He wanted what the coach promised him. Did he not? When yeah. he came back to it, and he never did yeah. give it to him. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think yeah they never got along. And then that with that letter, I think it made it worse when they uh, when Dan Gilbert wrote that terrible letter. Oh yeah. Like I mean, I was mad at LeBron too for yeah. leaving. Right. But that letter was way off base. Yeah. Like, it's it, it was terrible. We know about it, but it was terrible. But I don't think they ever got over that, for, truly. I think LeBron, 
only came back to win a championship for a city. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he leave. Right. I don't understand why this is shocking. I thought this is what everyone knew. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I think some of what LeBron is doing right now, and he knows what he's doing too. Mm-hmm. He, he's yeah. not, he, he's a smart dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All this LA stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do y'all think about that? Because I think it's super corny. Like, How so? I mean, he's calling LA his home. Like, maybe he did this before and I'm just not paying as much attention. Yeah. But I feel like he knows people are going to read into what he tweets and puts on Instagram and says. Yeah. So when you suddenly start calling L.A. your home, you're back home, you're going home. Yeah. And it's, oh, you're really going to the damn it, Lakers, man. It, it, <laughs> no, and I ain't going to lie, like, shit like that, it make me think, like, is he really leaving? Because he putting it out there like that. He never do shit like that. Right, right. So I feel like he trolling a little bit. He, you know, all these reports coming out and yeah. he's still steady, you know. Oh, I can't wait to get back home and all this other stuff. I feel like he trolling a little bit. So um, another part of me feel like he might stay maybe a year, a a year or two. But, yeah, it it seemed too obvious. Do y'all think he's coming here? I think if Carmelo comes, it is a serious possibility. Yeah. I can't imagine a, a scenario better for him. If he goes to the Lakers, he'll have to build a team again. Absolutely. In which point the Warriors are just going to run over everybody again. The Rockets give him the best chance. Yes, it puts him in the West Coast, which is more dangerous. But if he... He had the best team ever, though. Yeah. And um, I feel like he had, he had the point of his career where he is rings or bust. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he don't need no MVP. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he trying to... I think he he's trying to pass Mike. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to either tie Mike or pass him. Mike got six. Yeah. Or seven. Six. 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 Yeah. He's trying to get to six. So these, and you know, he's not getting younger. Yeah. And I don't think he's trying to play until he 40, 41. Yeah. Is think, it L.A. where they vandalized his house? Yep. And he's calling that home? Okay. I mean. Hey, that could happen anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I I just I won't under I don't understand him going to to the Lakers, like I don't see if he's trying to win championships. Yeah. So first off, Lonzo will be gone. They do him <laughs> like they did Andrew Wiggins, basically. Oh, they ship keep, his ass out. They gonna keep. They gonna. Keep, I don't think they gonna no. keep him. Yeah. Le- you, no. And especially if Paul George go over. LeBron is not gonna play. On a team where LeVar Ball is going to have a voice. <laughs> LeBron, let's be real. LeBron, LeBron low-key petty. Yeah. You know he yeah. felt some type of way when LeVar Ball got on TV and started talking about LeBron James and his kids. Yeah, You yeah. know he yeah. did. He's going to hold a grudge. He is not going to play on a Lakers team with Lonzo Ball. Yeah. I guarantee you that. So if Lonzo Ball is gone, who the fuck is on the Lakers? You don't have to recruit again. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, uh, Russ would probably be a free agent. He'll probably no, no. Russ, Russ is not gonna play with LeBron. You don't think so? No, no, I don't think that either. No, that was a scenario I was thinking of. Maybe no. trade Kyrie for Russ. No, not at all. I I don't see it happening <laughs> at all. LeBron is not. No, Le- Le- Russell Westbrook needs the ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> LeBron needs the ball. Yeah, they gonna get into a literal fist fight if they're on the same team. <laughs> 
Westbrook is crazy. Uh, sidebar real quick. What do y'all think about Michael Jordan saying that LeBron James is not as good as Kobe Bryant because Kobe has five rings and LeBron has three? I don't, man. I don't. That's I don't like look. Grammys. No, that's like record. That's like record sales. Yeah. Like, oh, um, MC Hammer got way more sales than Fat Joe. Is Fat MC Joe? Hammer is better than Fat Joe. <laughs> 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 I want to say yeah. uh, Please hammer it on hurt him. I will listen to that over any Fat Joe album. <laughs> Let's keep it real. So you don't think you don't think Fat Joe is a better rapper than MC Hammer? <laughs> MC Hammer had flow, man. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Where is MC Hammer now? Though? Well, I don't listen Joe to Fat Joe enough. Fat, Fat Joe still Fat making jo- records. Fat Joe is I don't know. He's, he's I, still I, going, I, and he, they like the same age, right? Or are they close to the same age? I want to say Fat Joe was a good deal older. It, Actually, maybe not because Hammer came out in the eighties. Hammer that might j- be like 49, 50. See, now, let, let's, because we are a very, you know, we do our research on this podcast. <laughs> uh, MC Hammer's age. Yeah, Fat, I know Fat Joe up there. He, I think he, MC I know Hammer he is, fuck, I don't say his age. He ain't up there, though. I think he about Jay-Z age, or if not older. Yeah, but not, I thought you were saying like MC Hammer No, age. I think MC Hammer is 55 years old. Oh, shit. Damn. Fat Joe probably like 43. He nah. older than that. Nah, he like Jay-Z age. Nah, he older. He is 46. 46. Actually, okay, okay he's younger. Never mind, I'm tripping. How old is Jay? Like 47? Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, so, yeah. He ain't even had to look that up. He already knew. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Nah, but yeah, that whole argument, I hate that whole ring argument like that. Yeah. Because LeBron, everybody know LeBron talent is unquestioned. Yeah. But for people that say, oh, rings and all that stuff, LeBron didn't have a Shaquille O'Neal back in the back in his prime. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um Take away the rings, would you still say Kobe or LeBron though? Man. Ooh, right. It's tough, man, because Kobe is Kobe. Yeah. Kobe, one thing Kobe got over LeBron is that killer instinct. Kobe, when it's when it's time, it's time. Kobe will. He he can go in the clutch. Yeah. yeah. You see, pulled up. He he scored like eighty one on Toronto. So you know, Kobe got that killer instinct. But did Kobe Bryant ever take a team of bums to the finals? No. No. That, that, that's that's the thing. No. Mm-hmm. And um, LeBron. Good point too. Yeah, and LeBron, you see, he he can average a triple double if he want to. I don't think he really want to, but that dude do everything. Kobe Bryant wasn't the best assist guy. Mm-hmm. He was more of a scorer, you know. But yeah, incredible D. But LeBron oh, was he had all that and <laughs> one. Oh shit! Come on, man. <laughs> Here we go. Look, I had your back on that, bro. <laughs> I could have just taken damn. that as a drop. <laughs> Defense. <laughs> Defense, uh, damn it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, l- let's be real. Michael Jordan said this because he likes Kobe and he don't like LeBron. Yeah, yeah. clearly. It's personal between them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think once LeBron retires, we'll find out more about their relationship. But we we all know by now, Michael Jordan just don't fuck with LeBron like that. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah. 
So I think this looks interesting. I'm looking down this rundown. Um, Complex has apparently ranked Kanye West's albums Jesus. from best to worst. And I'm already getting upset looking at this damn rundown. I'm going to have to go ahead and read First it First off, out. Complex made the list. So you know it's going to be trash. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking and late registration is number eight. So I'm ready to exit out this Yeah, you story. need to exit that's, out right that's then. What, that's what got me. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite albums. Mine too. First off, they actually ranked Cruel Summer, which who the hell looks at that as a Kanye that album? Should, yeah. If you want to rank that, that should be last. Yeah. Is that last? Yeah, it is okay. last. To be fair, it is last. But I don't even see that as a Kanye album. No, that was it's a compilation. Not. Yeah, it was. Yes. Um, 808s and Heartbreaks is pretty low. Life of Pablo, okay, this fucking list sucks. Man. <laughs> um, Yeezus at number four. <laughs> Above late registration, college dropout, and eight oys and heartbreaks. <laughs> this list is <laughs> fucking. Re- Watch the throne, which is not a Kanye West album. Okay, at number three, graduation at number two, and let me guess, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy at number one. Oh, yeah. I think that's actually the one defensible thing I see on this list. This is number one. You can argue that being Kanye's best album. You can argue graduation being the second best. I don't see how you even put Watch the Throne on this list or you put Yeezus above College Dropout and Late Registration. And Late Registration. And I know you love Yeezus. Yes. Would you even do this? No, I would not. Okay. <laughs> this whole list so, is crap compared so what's, to mine. what's Kanye? What's your Kanye? What's your number one Kanye album? Mine's Late Registration. Mm. I mean, I want to say late registration because that was, at the time, I listened to it the most. Mm-hmm. But yeah. looking back, I probably go back more to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Please explain why so. Let's look at the track list. Okay, y'all keep saying the track list, but, yeah. like, the the artistry, the music, the lyrics, all, I look at all that in it's one. Y'all just say y'all y'all just looking at radio hits. He got like no. five radio hits on one album. If that was the case, then we would say actually, what is what is the the album that would the be most, graduation would be the the no. most radio friendly album he ever put out. No, yeah, stronger, <laughs> flashing lights. Yeah, Barry That's, Bonds can't tell me nothing. Barry Bonds was not a radio hit. Fair enough. Stronger. Can't tell me nothing. Flash good life. life. This was the radio friendly album that he yeah. put out. Time out. But the other one you had, good. Uh, no, um, monster. Uh, what uh, else was on the radio? From? All of the lights. Okay. Which are probably some of my least favorite songs on there too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, blame game. Blame game is dope. Devil in a new dress. Runaway. So appalled. Like this Run is an incredible album. Yeah, that it's a good album. Monster, of course. Huh? Number one material, though. I think it's arguable. I think so. I think I don't think it's number. That's not my number one. I like, I like late registration. That was something I, I guess I grew up. That's when I grew up on. Yeah. And I listen to every fucking song. Every to this day, everything was dope. But um, do y'all really go back to late registration like that though? I do. <laughs> oh yeah, well, you I'll, asked the wrong person. I'll about, <laughs> I'll about, no, honestly, I do too. Yeah, like, my go-to album where I can listen to yeah. it. All. But um, that's my question. Like, well, I ask people this: If you was trapped on an island, 
what are the three albums you would take? And that is one of mine. Late Registration, Late Registration. 50 Cent, The Massacre, and uh, something else. Over Get Rich and That Over Get Rich and That Yeah, time? I like The Massacre. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I mean, The Massacre was, I mean, first off, it was good. like, what, a double album, wasn't it? No. It oh. just had like 22 tracks. It had yeah. a lot of hella tracks on it. It was yeah. solid. Yeah. It was solid. But yeah, yeah, I could definitely go back to Late Registration. That's one of my all-time favorites for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. That and I'll say Illmatic. Uh, you want to say I'm an East Coast dick rider. You said Illmatic. <laughs> Stop. Illmatic. <laughs> but that's interesting thing he said that's his number one because I thought you would have said my beautiful dark twisted I would fantasy. I would put that number two but it, it's kind of like you know yeah it's fighting for number one but my favorite one is um late registration is it weird that some people still say college dropout they as just don't want to get used as, to the new way one? yeah well, I, I was kind of like that lyrically I think that's his best album yeah Lyrically, you can argue that that being his best. That's album. my number three, Kanye. Yeah, like it's hard. Like when people, every time Kanye drop an album, they be like, "Oh yeah, this might be his best." I'm like, man, it's it's hard putting it over college dropout. Yeah, yeah. Like in my opinion, you know, the production and and the joints he had on, um, the Twisted Dark Fantasy joint. Yeah. That I feel like that can't be touched. Like he put a lot into that one. And you know, late registration is that was always dope. Yeah. He had Nas on Nas and Jay Z on it, and was they cool? They weren't even cool then. Nah, yeah. wait, Jay, uh, Nas was on it. We yeah. major. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Forget about that song. Yeah, and then Jay was on the um, Diamonds Are Forever the remix. Yeah. yeah. So um, he had a lot of people on that album. Yeah. Yeah. Common, even Paul Wall. Paul yeah. Wall game. Yeah, yeah, Lupe. Yeah, when Lupe was doing something, what happened? Brandy, (laughs) Jesus. Lupe was fucked up. (laughs) He should have been bigger. Um, I'm looking through this this album. Like the one thing I keep forgetting until I actually listen to it about Killer Cam on that too. Yeah, right. Um, College Dropout had too many fucking skits on it. That's that's what pushes it back for me. (laughs) Like it really pissed me off back when it came out because it was like, okay, at one point there was a skit, a song, then another skit. But that's what made to, it. No, but sorry. it was back in that time, too. Yeah, right. Was, yeah. College. Yeah. That was normal when intros actually was right. an intro and not a song. That's true. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Remember that time? Jesus. And yeah. I hate it when people make the best. That'd be the best song on the album, but it's like two sec- two seconds long because mm-hmm. it's an interlude. Like, come on, yeah. dude. You could have made that a song. Yeah. Now, nah, don't skits. Was that really? That was really Bernie Oh, Mac. yeah. R- that was really Bernie Mac. I used to think that was somebody trying to talk like Bernie <laughs> Mac. I didn't think that was actually Bernie Mac. Yeah. Rest in peace, man. That's my favorite. Yeah. I can't be the only one who thinks that Life of Pablo fucking sucked. I, I, am I? No. I just I that's the least listened to Kanye album. Me too. Mine too. In in my mind. Yeah. Let me see. I don't think it sucked. Ah, uh, yeah. I won't say it sucked. I ain't gonna say it's his best one. Right. It's a it's a it's a good album. Yeah. But especially coming not the doggy, but oh. coming off of Jesus, <laughs> it's kind of yeah. I and I learned I grew on Jesus too. Yeah. I learned to like it. I understand it. But um, it was good to hear Kanye actually making some good, real good music, sampling and all that stuff. Yeah. So it was good to hear that. So I think that's what it was. But as far as, like, his <laughs> best album, I don't think that was his best. Yeah. 
So the Billboard Top 100 came out. Uh. Uh, as Figgy points out, hip-hop is all over it. We had DJ Khaled at what with Wild Thoughts at number two. French Montana, number three. Cardi B, steady moving up at number eight. If you wanted to. <laughs> oh, Lord. She is all over the place, man. All Shout place. out to Cardi B. Yeah. Did she done surpassed um, uh, Nicki Minaj on Anaconda yeah. for top female song right now. Wait. Are you talking all time? Like, what? what's the metric here? Um, is I, it, I think it's number one. Let me go back to it. Like a I'm higher gonna, billboard chart? Yes. Okay. Or, or, I, mean, I, could believe or I think it. long, or I forgot what it was. But like yeah, I know facts. what you're talking Yeah. Yeah. But. I believe it. Um, Twenty One Savage is on his damn list. Hmm. You're acting surprised over there. <laughs> I'm not. Bank I'm just. <laughs> uh, and somebody is actually not on the list for the first time since 2009, which is crazy. Drake. Speaking of Drake, apparently he's working on a new album to come out soon. Boy, come out with an album every year. Yeah, but no, this would be two. <laughs> oh, yeah. This would be a second yeah, album. More Life was this year. Yeah, but yeah. a playlist, quote unquote, whatever the fuck <laughs> that means. But um, yeah, he is apparently, people are, are, are gossiping that it might be Take Care 2, which I hope he doesn't actually call his album Take Care 2. Yeah, I, and Drake was, I think Drake was real good at naming his albums. They, I feel like they're so creative. They're yeah. not just like a, Trap House album or whatever. <laughs> something playing. Yeah. Like, it's always something to it. Some type of thing. And um, that's, w- the, that's one thing I like about Drake. I would get that to him, too. He actually is creative with, when coming up with his album names and covers and themes. Yeah. yeah. He, but, don't need no, he don't need a part two of any of his albums. I exactly. think it should keep going with the what he's been doing. Not to go back, but we do like to check our facts. Yes, Cardi B is the highest topping charting single by a woman since Anaconda. Nicki Minaj. Since Anaconda. Mm-hmm. Since, yeah, okay. okay, so she didn't break the record. No, she, she just didn't. So that it. means it wasn't no okay. other. <laughs> well, that means it was Nicki didn't have no other hits. No. Since then, no. And she didn't have any competition either. That's the other <laughs> yeah. thing. That's the other thing, right? Yeah. So people want this Cardi and Nikki beef. They do. <laughs> yeah. People are heavily trying to instigate it. You see, Joe Button broke it all the way down. Yep. <laughs> oh like, so, man. Uh, she's she liked this Instagram post talking about somebody <laughs> that could be Nikki. Like Joe's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was making sense though, but I don't know. It's. I don't know. People petty. People people want to see this. We got to wait. Cardi got to actually have a catalog before. Absolutely. She, yeah. Thank you. Before she get all this hype and all these titles. It's and like. Feel, I'm not going that far. I'm just saying before we see. We want to see beef. <laughs> she not a beef type of girl. Yeah, she, though. I mean, no. she was on a reality show, she, wasn't she? No, she yeah. just. But Love and hip hop. She fun, though. She, I just feel like she just want to make music, have fun, and yeah. kick it. I don't feel like she she ain't no hating type of girl yeah. who wanna beef with somebody. Nikki so, is though. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> I think that's known. <laughs> I, yeah. I I heard a lot of stories, so I I believe that part. <laughs> but getting back to Drake, I'm glad he's not on this list and y'all can call me a hater, but <laughs> Why are you I was, glad? I, don't know, I was a little worn out by Drake. I just wish he could kind of just <laughs> 
it's good not hearing him all over the airways nowadays <laughs> for a minute. Just for wow, a minute. She's going to drop a song right after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be all over again. And I won't be jamming to it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's funny. When I read that, I'm like, damn, he don't. I haven't heard a Drake song in a minute. Yeah. So I'm looking at the most consecutive weeks on Billboard Top 100. And Drake is first by a lot. <laughs> he he beat Taylor Swift. Oh wow! Which I guess he's dropped more albums, but still he beat Lil Wayne by something almost a hundred weeks. Damn. So yeah, I mean, I didn't think. I'm actually pretty impressed, even though we kind of talked about Billboard being you know cooked and bullshit now. Um, I mean that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Drake, I guess. Yeah, it was once upon a time this dude had like three hit songs, yeah. or he was a part of three hit songs. My it goodness. was like Rihanna work, Controller, yeah, and something else. I'm like, God damn! It was it was one time they all three played at the, I, I guess back to back to back. That pop song that they played everywhere you go. Um, one day, not last one dance. One dance. Yeah. My goodness, I that, like that. Yeah, <laughs> that song on top of. I think they were still playing back that meat just <laughs> back to back. So I'm like, God damn. <laughs> what is this French Montana song? No, unforgettable. It's a pretty dope song. I haven't heard that one. I haven't heard it, that one to be number three. It must be. I'm gonna yeah. check it out. Yeah, you gotta check out the um interview he did with the Breakfast Club. He explained how that song happened. Mm. I guess he. He had to get the sample from somebody, mm. and he said he paid out of pocket to get the sample, and they wanted like three hundred thousand dollars. Damn, clear. Yeah. yeah. And I guess he he said he knew it was a hit, so he like, you know what, I'm about to pay it. So he knew he had a hit, and I guess <laughs> the people knew he had a hit too, huh? Three hundred thousand dollars out of pocket. That without the label, yeah. Man, I, I gotta call. That was his money. That. I'm sorry. I like. <laughs> Three hundred thousand dollars cash, just he paid out of his. Just yeah, without the label. I've, I mean, look. and then that's just the say. Yeah, you can use this. <laughs> that's not all the other work you putting in. What? I think there might be a little bit of embellishment there. <laughs> Three hundred thousand dollars out of your own bank account. For a sample, yeah. For a sample. Yeah, that's how much they charge. Yeah, that's that, crazy. Because he, I get in the interview, he said he, I guess they offered one fifty, and the people knew what it was. They're like, mm. "Nah, we want three. Damn. <laughs> so I'm like, "Shit." <laughs> but um, it's a good song. It's a real good song. Just looking at this list, and Kenny Chesney is like randomly in between Nelly and Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, all right, moving on. So, I, I mean, we we've kind of skirted past this. We kind of touched on it in the, in the beginning of the podcast. So, it's time for us to get a little bit serious mm. about racial issues in America. Mm. Okay, the Charlottesville thing. Of course, we all know what happened. We all know what's been reported, and we all know what the reaction has been to it. So I guess I will ask you and give the floor to you guys. Mm-hmm. What is your take on all this madness? Biggie, you start. Um, I think it was, I mean, it's it's real fucked up. I mean, lack of a better word. But um, just watching it, man, I never thought I would see anything like that a day in my life. 
I always, you know, in school, I always read about it. We talked about it in history and all that stuff. I just never thought I would see, you know, the KKK and Nazis and all, all these different hate groups protesting like this in 2017. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure y'all all seen the pictures floating around of it, but the picture looked like it could have came from a movie. Mm-hmm. Looked like it came from Mississippi Burning or something like that. It, I mean, it's just it's scary, man. It's like sad. it's it show you that it's people still out here that's like that. Yeah, single minded. And they, and they young dudes, young people. It's not like it's old white men and all that. Yeah. These are these are college kids that's in their twenties, nineteens, and for them to feel like they hate another color. It's I don't know. It's sad. Yeah. It's it's real sad, and um, you never know who it can be. It could be people around here. Absolutely. And you know, it could smile in your face, talk to you, buddy, buddy, with you, but you know how they feel about you behind closed doors is something totally different. Yeah. So um, but it's like you said in the beginning. Rocket, we gonna keep it positive. I'm gonna keep it positive. Um, it's just sad, but at the same time, it's nothing new. It's been going on for years. It's yeah. just publicized more now. And um, all all it teaches me to do is to teach our kids the mm. the way to the way to go because there are still single minded people out there. It sucks and it's sad, but it's just crazy. And then the fool that we have in office is not making it any better when y'all the one that voted him in there, not y'all, but you know the people who's doing all this ruckus is. It's just mm-hmm. ridiculous, but it just makes us want to stay positive or make me want to stay positive and just teach it down to our kids and their kids that we need to go in a different direction because there's still some crazy people out there and you never know who. Yeah, it's a big mess, too, because I mean, I guess we all seen this when Trump got elected. We all talked about it. We all prepared for it. But it was something in the back of my mind was like, uh, maybe not the racist thing. I don't see it, you know. But it's it's happening. Everything, yeah, yeah. yeah, everything people said, you know, it happened. Yeah, and I feel like it, I feel like Trump is bringing them out, and it's it's sad because I haven't I haven't seen all this before. Yeah. Of course, you you know, you run into some racial activity and all that stuff here and there, but not like I never seen it like this. Yeah, where they had protests and all this shit broke out like how it did in charlottesville yeah i've never seen anything like that in my life like personally i mean uh personally for me i I mean i have a lot to say about this honestly this could be a whole podcast in and to itself but i'll try to kind of summarize my my thoughts on it um first off i know looking at the pictures i know where this originated from is the internet these dudes out here were nerds. They were software engineers. They are people who are failing in life and want to blame their failures for minorities, mm-hmm. black people, Jews, whoever. Same. Nothing new. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw this happen. I, I, I'm i a nerd. I admit it. I've been on the Internet for a while, since, like, the early 2000s. And you get on before we had Twitter, before we had Facebook, we had these Internet forums where people of, like, interest would meet up and kind of talk about whatever and you can see the genesis of this stuff happening when 
you see people sharing media that is sharing basically propaganda. Mm-hmm. And so these are basically just people who are losers and believe that they found a cause that is the reason why they're losers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it, honestly, it doesn't really scare me in that in that effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. you saw the typical backwater rednecks out there too. And you saw these geeks who have no power over nothing really too. So in terms of that, I was it didn't really bother me the way I think it bothered a lot of people. At the same time, I am a little worried about how there is now a movement to ban certain types of speech mm. in protest. Yeah. And people are getting behind it who shouldn't be behind it. Right. Because right. if this kind of thing is banned or kind of more strictly enforced and kind of, you know, basically they, they, they try to disallow it. Say, you can't meet here. You can't protest this. Absolutely. You can't say this. Yeah. Who do you think is going to hurt more? Black yeah. people, minorities, or white people? That's taking our voice away. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of like how we have hate crimes, and then they try to apply the hate crime designation to police as well. Right. And now it's more police hate crimes being charged than minority hate right, crimes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't, I don't want to get all conspiracy mm-hmm. on it, but I just feel like... There is you you can't start banning this type of stuff. Yes. You have yeah. to let the worst go because if they start cracking down, they will turn it back on us. Yeah. yeah. And it will hurt us more because we actually have the 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 necessity for protest and things like this. Yeah. So that that's the only thing that kind of bothers me, but besides that, I mean, cuz yeah. I mean, look at the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. It's just yeah. We have a we have a freedom of speech, but when we do, it's an issue, and yeah. it's it's ridiculous. Now I got a question. A lot of people feel like I've been saying that on the internet. A lot of people feel like because of the whole Colin Kaepernick thing and the stuff that was going on in Charlottesville, yeah, that we should not watch the NFL. It shoot and like, Ezekiel, should, you yeah, know. Yeah, we should just you know stick together and not. Turning on on Sunday. I think the NFL will be okay if black people stop. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. I hate to say yeah, it. Yeah, me too. But I don't think <laughs> their, their core fan base and demographic is us. Right. People who care about these social issues. Right. You know, so unfortunately, and people want to talk about, you know, people striking and stuff. The NFL is such that I feel if every black player stopped playing, they'd find the next best black players the next day. And then they still have games on Sunday. Yeah, Yeah. And see, that's the thing. I feel like it got to work. I feel like if we're going to do it, everybody got to do it. It can't just be Colin Kaepernick. It got to be Cam Newton. It got to be these stars. They got to, you know, just sit out. You know what I mean? Just take that hit. And I hate and to admit, do what's right. yeah, I hate to admit, but that's kind of an issue that I feel us blacks have because we do need to come together. It can't just be one of us. Yeah, we have to go in a group, man. It yep. has to be a, a handful and, of us. Yeah, and that's the thing. I said something on Facebook about that because um, it was somebody on there talking about, you know, we all should stop watching these games and blah blah blah. Yeah. But I'm like, if I just listen to you and stop watching the game, I'm going to be the only one not <laughs> right, watching the game. Okay. Everybody else going to be watching it but me. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, if we all going to do this, we all got to do it. Yeah. We, it. It need to be official. Yeah. You need to have these celebrities standing up like, yo, let's, let's go to this event. 
the same time as the game. Yeah. That way we not watching the game. Let's get people out to, you know, actually do it instead of just saying, oh, let's not do this. I mean, it's interesting, too, because you think back to when the black Muslim uh, Mahmoud Abdul Raouf protested mm-hmm. the national anthem and got blackballed from the NBA. Mm. Did yeah. we stop watching the NBA? Did anybody try to uh, boycott the NBA? Mm-hmm. You know, I just people are going to watch sports, man. But, it's but a, just, just imagine if like Michael Jordan, every big time black star yeah. just said, hey, y'all, let's stick together. You know, let's create some type of foundation. That way Absolutely. we can all still, you know, get some type of money. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, we all can pay our rent, feed our families and all that. But let's put a stop to this. Yeah. This is not fair. Like, I feel like it. I feel like the NBA or whoever can take a hit on it. And they'll listen. They'll open their eyes. They'll listen. They won't. I, I feel like they won't move away. Like, all right, y'all just sit over there. If it's somebody like Michael Jordan, Kareem, uh, Magic, or whoever, yeah. if they all do it, not just one person. Yeah. That's the problem. It'd be one person. Yeah. And everybody like, oh, uh, yeah, I support Colin, but, you know, I'm still making my millions. The like, NFL, The NFL is hard to organize something like that because yeah. you have so many players and yeah. so many of them aren't making the type of money where you can just sit a whole season out oh, and yeah. be cool. Yeah. Exactly. That's you know? yeah. That's why I was wondering, like, if they can make some type of foundation or, mm-hmm. I don't know. And maybe they will. Some type of pot where, you know, everybody, like, you know, we'll look out for you, you know, yeah. long, let's just sit for like a month. Yeah. Or, you know, let's make the NFL take this hit. Then, you know, then we can maybe negotiate yeah. some type of better contract or I don't know. But it's I feel like everybody, late. yeah, these stars got to do it. Everybody got to do it Absolutely. instead of just Colin. And that's up for Colin, man. Yeah. Because I, I like what he's doing because ain't nobody else doing it. Ain't nobody else taking up for the minorities or the black people. No. And he is. He, he could have he been had a job if he, if he didn't do all that shit. Yeah. But I, Colin's a smart dude. I think he knew what he was risking when he did this. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, and it is messed up how every quarterback has been picked up but him. Mm-hmm. But we all knew, like I said early on, after the season ended, that Colin Kaepernick would never play another NFL game. Mm-hmm. And I still believe that to this day. Mm-hmm. No matter how bad the quarterback play gets for these teams, they're not going to bring him in. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't know, it's in, it's, in terms of, I want to believe and be as optimistic as y'all about players coming together and having some kind of, you know, basically stand for something. But it's just, I think we're so far, we're so far removed and so far divided. Yeah. Like we can't even get along with each other. That's true. So we're, we're definitely not going to stand with each other. Yeah. Uniformly. Yeah. And that's, like I said, that's the only way I think it'll work. If everybody got to do it, not just two people kneeling. So on a lighter note, I believe it is now time for... You know how it goes. What a bro knows. <laughs> and today it goes to Figgy. He got a question. What's your question? Yeah. Um, a couple of days ago, I was on the Book of Faces Facebook. And, um... <laughs> like that. The Book of Faces. I got that from my wife. Like, she, she cheesy like that. She always call it the Book of Faces. <laughs> Nah, but uh, I was on Facebook, and um, shout out to my dude, Mookie Montonio. 
he he liked to make different little statuses and all that stuff Mookie to get Montonia. people. That's yeah, a nice he, name. <laughs> he's actually he's actually a rapper. He's yeah. a local rapper doing this thing in Cleveland. But um, he made a a post pretty much saying what was the worst date you ever been on, and so people was giving their takes. And yeah, I thought that'd be a cool little thing because I know we all had our relationship experiences. Yeah. So what's the worst you heard or you saw posted? Um, well, I really, I gave mine. Okay. So, um, yeah, I had a pretty, I had a pretty bad date. How did it go? Bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. This, all right, so this is how I started. It was this girl, um, I was 18, you know, had a nice little car and all that. And, um, this girl on Facebook, I, I met her through Facebook, but we kind of knew some of the same people. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like we knew, you know, we knew each other. So, um... I told her, you know, I wanted to take her out. Let's go to the movies. Let's do this or whatever. She's like, all right, cool. So um, I went to her house. I, I pulled up. And she came out with some other girl. Oh. So other girl, little chunky little girl. Uh-oh. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, maybe I don't know what she about to do. So the my date got in the front seat. And the girl was, like, trying to get in the back seat. So I'm like, damn. <laughs> So I unlocked the door. She just sat on down or whatever. And so my date was like, oh, yeah, yeah this is my cousin so-and-so. You don't mind she come to you? Uh, oh, no. So And, you know, we about to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of puzzled. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I, I guess so. Yeah. I'm like, hey, why not? <laughs> you know, this, you know, we all cool here. So and plus I was I was trying to I wanted her so bad, man. <laughs> so you gotta do what you yeah, gotta so, do. You know, I was eighteen, so I wasn't thinking <laughs> with my head the whole time. Rocket, what's your worst? Uh <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I ain't uh, even I ain't this ain't even the worst part. Okay. okay. This ain't the worst part. So we get to the movies. I forgot what movie we was we was um going to see. Okay. But it was like a rated R movie. Yeah. But I didn't know her cousin was under 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop. So, I'm, so you know, we getting the tickets or whatever, and she can't get her ticket because she... She underage. She, yeah, and she was 17. I think she could have seen a radar movie yeah. if you 17. Yeah. But she had no ID. So I'm thinking, like, who the fuck walk around with no ID? <laughs> like, you could go to jail for that shit, <laughs> for not having an ID. I mean, only if you drive. Yeah, I mean, cops don't <laughs> like people walking around with no ID though. <laughs> like that that pissed a cop off. <laughs> but anyway, um, she had no ID and she was short on her money. So guess who had to pay that difference? Mm. On top of my date. <laughs> on top ticket. of you. <laughs> yeah. So so um how much did I pay? You know, tickets was like twelve dollars already. So that's about me and the date. That's like twenty four, and I had to pay like five extra dollars. So I'm like, damn. I'm like, man, this shit starting off bad. So um, and the I, bitch wanted to eat, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing though. Then nobody want to eat. So I asked. Oh no, no, he good. So I'm like, all right, I'll give me a small popcorn. You know, it's yeah. cool, just for me. And um, we got to the movies or whatever. The the cousin sat on the left of me. And my date sat on the right. It was cool because, you know, I'm right-handed. I could put my arm around her and all. Try to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, the movie star, I'm eating my popcorn. You know, I'm chilling. I'm like, yes, I'm finally with this girl. 
she on her phone the whole time. Mm. You know, she had the flip phone right. at the time. But she on her phone the whole time. And not just, you know, look, it wasn't no, it really wasn't no Facebook app and all that shit. So you on your phone to text or you playing some type of snake game or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, she on there deep. Like, I'm like, damn, yeah. what the fuck is you doing? Yeah. And it's like this the whole fucking movie. So I'm like, and, and then to top it off, I guess whoever, I don't know, if it might have been her boyfriend or something. I don't know if she was talking to somebody, but that person kept calling. She kept answering like, all right, I'm, I'm going to call you right back. I'm in the mood. All this. That, it was the worst date ever, man. <laughs> it was terrible. And, um... Yeah, and I tried to take her out a couple more times. I wouldn't even. And she tried, mm-mm. she tried to pull the same shit. Cousin come out, and I'm like, nah, I, I got, you know, I, I ended up making up a lie, saying my mother was, you know, yeah. my mother needed me, and I had to go. <laughs> but I'm like, nah, you ain't about to try to play me like that. <laughs> like hell no. That's like terrible. she think this three's company. <laughs> but that was that was the worst day that I ever had. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrible. Ugh. My worst date, it wasn't all that bad. Actually, it was pretty bad. Um, I had just moved to Austin. I went to UT for a couple years. And, I, you know, I was getting right for school. I was buying stuff. I was buying clothes and all this stuff. I met this girl, I want to say, at a different party or on campus. I can't remember. But, uh, you know, I chopped it up, you know, told her, you know, I was new here, all this shit. And, you know, got her number, told her I'd take her out sometime. I had just finished buying a bunch of clothes online to, you know, get right for the semester. Mm-hmm. And that same night, I took her out, took her out to eat. Then I paid for the food, <laughs> the way to come back and say, hey, this car don't work. Oh, so man. I'm like, wait a minute, because I'm pretty, I'm pretty accurate with how, that one. I'm pretty accurate with how much money I got in my account. Right. So I'm like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. I definitely have enough money to pay for this dinner, <laughs> if nothing else. So turns out, if you buy a bunch of stuff online from different retailers uh-huh. online. I think it's the case too, but especially back then when this was kind of new. Mm-hmm. They will shut assume your car, car was stolen mm-hmm. and they will shut it down. Oh, yeah. The problem is they did this without telling me. Mm. So, yeah, she had to end up paying for it. <laughs> and the everything just dried up at that point. <laughs> I tried to play it off cuz I told her the real reason yeah. and I think she thought I was bullshitting. Mm. And I really had no comeback for it. Yeah. It did sound like a lie, even though it was true. You know, like, what's she going to believe more? The fact that, oh, the credit card company really did shut my shit down or that I'm broke. So that was basically it. I did meet her, but we, we never actually. It was yeah. never the same. Nah. It's After funny. that, we were just in the friend zone. <laughs> yeah, you it, just cut it off. Yeah, it's funny because in that status, um, I was, you know, talking about the bad dates yeah i seen a lot of those where i guess girls was talking about yeah this dude took me out and he he told him oh he can't find his card Mm -hmm. or he left his card so i had to pay oh i'm like wow yep man i was dating a guy who didn't have a card didn't have a phone 
Didn't have a job. Mm. I mean, something else was superb in the relationship, but um, no, <laughs> um, no, it was. It, we we've dated a couple of times, but this one particular time I just had to pull the plug because <laughs> we went out and not only, of course, did I have to pick him up, mm. but similar to you, Figgy, when I picked him up, he wanted me to pick up his homeboy. Oh, yeah. And they didn't have no money mm. when we went out, and that was it for me. <laughs> that that. It's just a no-go. Then he uses your phone to call his yeah, girl. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> well, not to call his girl, but to call someone. He had to use my Aww. phone. It was like, why am I with this? Which kind of brings me to my next question. Is it wise to now date someone who they might not be where they want to be career-wise, but they're working up to it. They have the potential to work up to their spot. So maybe they don't have their own career right now or they don't have a solid job. They're a bartender. Is it wise at our age to still go for someone who has the potential of being great or the potential of... This is a question for females because we as men don't give a fuck where y'all are at your life. <laughs> really? Long- no, we don't. Wait a minute. Like, we don't want you to be... 40 years old working at McDonald's. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But I don't think we care as much about what your career like. Actually, we we just don't care because we still look at ourselves as we're supposed to be the providers. Mm -hmm. So we don't really care where y'all are at your life as long as you don't have like five kids with four different baby daddies. (laughs) That's the only thing that would that would cause us to have concern. Wait a minute. What if she like in her 30s got a nice bag, nice Louie, nice Dooney or something, but she the job ain't there and she's still living with her folks? Who cares? Y'all don't care about that? <laughs> no. Figgy? I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I care about it. If I, yeah, if, me, if, me, if me and my woman was to stop talking, get divorced or whatever, I ain't trying to... I, ain't, I need somebody that's doing something. Yeah. Because so, I... I I've been there, done that. Like I was always the one taking care of this girl or paying for shit. Yeah. Like I get tired of that. I ain't, you know, I want somebody who doing something, you know, or at least on the same level as me. So let's because play it's a, it's a it's a lot of girls that's trying to get their shit together, right? But then it's a lot of girls who ain't trying to do shit, Absolutely. and they just looking for a, a nigga to take, take care, care of them. them. Yeah. yeah, I ain't trying to do all that shit. Like I'm not rich, so Rocket will save a hoe, basically. No, and just no. okay. I took. We had to I'm clarify. I'm not talking to y'all out there. I'm sorry to use that word. We had to. We had to clarify with men. We're talking about these hoes, <laughs> stank ass hoes. Um, because I thought you just meant like hooking up with. No, and I don't give a damn what a girl career path is. <laughs> and I'm just smashing. But if you're talking about like long term relationship, yes. yes, that does matter. Okay, you can't be a bum. And and us both work long term. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't be wifey and then still be working, you know, wherever at a fast food restaurant or something. Yeah. So, yeah, you do have to have some kind of ambition and career goal. But still, I think our intention as men and even though it don't always happen, our intention is to one day put you out of work. And so that in so much as you don't have to work anymore, we'll take mm-hmm. care of it. Yeah, yep. that is what we put that burden on ourselves. And I think y'all expect that, too, at least to some extent. Yeah. You know, so I don't think it matters as much. But at the same time, we do want somebody who has some type of, 
you know, I guess better ambition for yeah. themselves rather than just working wherever they're working and it's a, it's a scum job or whatever. And I guess this is a question for me, too, to switch it up. Like, if they had a great job but decide to let it go because they want to follow their singing dream or dancing dream, is that a good thing? Will y'all still go for someone who's still trying to reach their dream over 30? Depends on the yeah, kind of depends. progress they're making and depends on their work ethic. Yeah, you it, know it people, depends. you know which ones actually have a chance and which ones don't yeah. if you know them long enough. There yeah. are some people who just say they want to be a rapper, they want to be a singer, they want to be this and that, and don't actually do anything to make it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can sniff that out. But if you're actually making moves and you're trying... Yeah, if you if it's some type of possible deal in place where it's like, oh, um, you gotta let go of this job, but in a couple months you are gonna be right here. Yeah. So I in yeah we have to talk about it, but yeah I understand that. But if you working and you just quit cold turkey <laughs> and decide you want to play the fucking violin <laughs> and follow your dreams. It's like, hold up. You're supposed to lift her up and <laughs> lift go for her it. up and take her ass back to work. <laughs> Hell no. Like, uh, like, nah, we grown. We ain't, no, we ain't in high school. Yeah, yeah, because back, back in my early 20s, I mean, look who I said I was they, dealing with. No car, no phone, no shoes, no none of that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> But now, yeah, we, should, we shouldn't have to deal with that. I mean... Like Rocket said, if we if he has the potential, we can see if he has potential. I'm yeah. willing to go you'll for know it. Yeah, you'll serious. know. You'll know. Like, I mean, I wouldn't quit my job right now to follow my music career. Yeah. If I'm not making money off of it. Right. Like I gotta be making the same amount or more. Yeah. For me to let go of my bread and butter. Yeah. But um, yeah. It, you gotta see how this person is to, you know, kinda understand. Cause I didn't, I didn't see people who then quit shit. Oh. It's like, why the fuck would you quit? Right, great like, job. Like you was making money. <laughs> like why would you quit just to do this shit? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's what it is. TVs, movies, anything you guys watching? Um, loving hip hop Hollywood yeah. <laughs> with my ratchet. Outside, outside the power. Oh, Ray Donovan came back on. I don't Ooh. know if y'all watch Ray Donovan. I do. Love that show. Yeah. It's sad too. It, it's, it's confusing it's, this season, but what will pick up? It's pretty sad. Yeah. But um, what else I'm watching? Um, um, I can't watch shit right now. My my fucking internet down. <laughs> so I had to call the people, mm. and um, they say they won't be out till Saturday, mm. and this was Wednesday. So I haven't been watching shit. <laughs> Is it their fault? Yeah, yeah, it's not my fault. Oh yeah. They say they got to check something outside. Make whatever. sure you get that reimbursement. Yeah, but um, yeah. Once that get back on, I'm gonna watch some shit. I've been wanting to see the show. Um, what's the center? Oh yeah, I think it's with the Jessica Biel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that looked pretty good. What but, about you, um, Rock? Uh, not a whole lot lately. TV. I really he don't. He don't listen to music. <laughs> he don't. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, um, man. Nah, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, well, shit, I'm getting up there. Uh, Shut up. What is he, 30? Yeah. He like our age. Yeah. 30. Y'all millennials and on this thing. Here we go. Here uh, no, nah, I'm, I told you about Defiant Ones. I watched a little bit of it. I'm um, going to watch the rest of it. Ozark, I heard, was good on Netflix. Defenders Yeah, came I've been out. watching that. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching Ozark. That's pretty good. 
I heard that was good. I'm going to check it out. Defenders on Netflix. I'm a nerd. I told y'all. I like all that Marvel comic shit. Yeah. So I'm going to check that out too. That came out today, I think. And really, that's really about it right now. Oh. I'm a one day getting to power, but I'm hearing people are saying power fell off. That's the ratings <laughs> aren't as good this yeah. season at all. It's no. not just the ratings. They're saying like it's kind of sucks it, now. It, it, yeah. yeah. It, to me it do. It's it's predictable. Yeah. yeah. Like it started off real good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I feel like it's rushed. And um I don't know. I feel like it's a little lazy. Yeah. Because it's it's so fucking comp like if you watch it. You can sit there and be like, oh, yeah, you know what's going to happen. Or this about to do this. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's predictable, but it's still, I mean, I still like it. I still watch it, but it's so predictable. Any- it's kind of, it's I'm not even a script writer. And I'm like, damn, they should have had this. Mm-hmm. They should have stretched this out longer. Like, but. But that's what pissed me off because I think that's TVs and movies. Speaking of must-sees, I just saw that they're about to come out with another It like 50 years later. Yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. wait to see that. You want to, It does look it. like it's going to be good, though. Yeah. Would you see that? Were you scared of clowns? Nah, I never actually saw the original. Mm. But, uh, I mean, I'm I'm not really one. <laughs> look, I'll be real. I'm not trying to sound like a hard-ass. Like, <laughs> nah, horror, here we go. I'm not, but horror movies never did anything for here me. Here we go. <laughs> I was never scared of them, really. We're going to scare his ass nah, good think, one time. What a damn. Like, <laughs> nah. I think horror movies are funny, though. They really are. They're real <laughs> funny. Like, I'm not, I'm, I don't be scared like that. I think I'm scared of, uh, like, true shit. Mm-hmm. Shit that's, like, based on a true story, real what? shit. I'm more scared of that, but y'all saying Candyman wasn't scary? Not to me, Jesus. But I think all I think all that shit be funny though. Yeah, it's funny. But uh, yeah, another show I got into. I know I'm kind of late, but the Carmichael show. Okay, that's a pretty funny show. That's it's with a- David Allen Greer, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. I think it's a must see. Yeah. And uh, I I hate that you know he canceled it, mm-hmm. but. It's a real good show. It's on Netflix. Um, I'm I'm not sure if it's not on Netflix, but um, you can What'd you find see it on. on? I can't. I can't Hulu. say. I can't say. No. Oh, okay. You I ain't trying to go shit. to jail. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> no, you can find it. it's probably on NBC.com or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else y'all want to touch on real quick? Nah, that's that's it. That plug, is it for me. Plug your shit, y'all. Work when they work it. Where can the people find y'all? What you got coming, Figgy? Um, uh, what I got coming? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna get back in the studio and work on some more stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm thinking about shooting a video. I never shot a video in Houston. Mm-hmm. So, um, I want to make that happen once it get a little cooler because it's too damn hot. Yeah. To be outside. But um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, Jose Figueroa, Twitter, Jose Figueroa. And, uh, yeah, I will say if you do a video, don't do graffiti shit. It seems like everybody, everybody is doing, doing graffiti shit right now <laughs> when it comes to rapping. It's like, okay, if you do do it, switch it up some type mm. of way. Don't mm. be in front of a railroad track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like with all my videos, I only got I got like four videos. Yeah, but my last three videos are totally different. Yeah, they're not like the same as videos in front of. In the hood or some shit. Yeah. So um, my next video, I want to do something cool, like 
maybe riding in the car, riding around the Galleria area or something, yeah. in the drop top or something. <laughs> something, something cool, something yeah. different. Speaking of cool, we're going to start interviewing maybe some local artists soon, hopefully. Yeah. Anything's possible with this podcast, yeah, but uh, we can we can do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, y'all can follow me on just at just Jules on Twitter and the Jules on Instagram. I just realized we didn't talk about any of these new releases. Mm. Did y'all listen to Dave East? I did. Did you like? I it? I like it. Okay, I like it. I'm a Dave East fan. I, I thought that was pretty good. I like like it. I've been stuck on ASAP Ferg though, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it's, I don't know something about that dude, man. That he be coming up with hits. What is it? His energy? Like I'm talking about with this particular there album. There you go, man. <laughs> there you go, man. I'll try. I I'll try to, to hold it back, I, man. I know. I seen it. As soon as I said it, I heard a little. But <laughs> 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 well, I said this dude be coming up with hits, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. You, you said there's something about that dude. <laughs> <laughs> He be coming up with hits. Something about him, man. It's... I'm about to throw this football over there, man. This random ass football in the studio. Uh, shit. Incredible D. Deflated as hell. Nah. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah, yeah. What, what else came out? Uh, Money bag, yo. I really couldn't believe you put that on there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I never heard of him until I guess this album came out. And I listened to a couple joints. Yeah. We talked <laughs> about Kodak already and uh, Tay K. I don't know who you are, but shout out to you. Yeah. I might check that. Yeah. I don't know. Probably he not. number though. 70. Oh, damn. On the, on the hot 100. I'm definitely going to have to hear that because I don't even know who that cat is. Yeah, the, the video I, I played you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the 10 year old. <laughs> he looked 10, 12. He number 70 on the hot 100. Oh, damn. That's. That's crazy. Yeah. Y'all millennials. All (laughs) right. Uh, Did you plug your stuff already, Jules? I did. Okay, my bad. My memory bad. Yes. All right. For Jules. (laughs) For Jules. For Jose Figueroa, I am Ryan Rocket, and this is the Gems and Juice Podcast. Woo. Out, you guys. Peace out.